Today's episode is sponsored by Dansoft Gamers. Dansoft Gamers is the leading distributor of video games and other consumer gadgets like the podcast microphone sets, ring lights, headphones, and affordable smartwatches, and many other cool gadgets. For these and more, visit their website at www.dansoftgamers.co. That is www.dansoftgamers.co. Mujevale, Mujevale, Mujevale. My name is Barney Kibuka and welcome to another episode of the Ugandan Gold Talk Show. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm doing very fine. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm also happy to be on your podcast. So how um how how is life in Uganda? I know you're in Uganda, aren't you? Yes, I am. So how is life in Uganda? Yes. Canada is fine, no problem. We have uh, the rain. Yeah. Though there's some some Ebola news going on. Oh yeah, I've, I've, I've heard fine. about I've heard about the Ebola. I know it's mm. it's been crazy. So obviously, you know how you ended up on my podcast. I found we connected on Instagram. Um, I seen the work you do. I've seen the stuff you do. And um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to have you on my podcast to kind of have a conversation about it, about life. Um, I usually don't mm-hmm. send people things to prepare. You know how people send you like, hey, this is a list of the things you need to uh, practice. I just want a, a freestyle conversation. Um, just yeah. anything that comes out of it. I like it. I like it. Like raw, like not prepared and not not prepared mm. is not the right word because people might think like oh we're just gonna come here mm. and just talk nonsense but like when you <laughs> have already said some answers there it doesn't come out right like just having a conversation about uh, something mm. um so basically that's what i'm gonna yeah. be asking you about today but before i go into all that I, do you mind sharing your name with my listeners who you are and where you're from well, my name is Nasali Allen Mullen. Um, I'm from Uganda, I'm Ugandan. I was born here. I grew up here, and that's where I'm living. You said you grew up in Uganda. Um, where in Uganda are you from? I'm from Uganda too. Um, I'm from Wakiso, so that's where I was born and raised. And I'm sure you didn't know about that, but I'm from Wakiso, um, Hoima Road. I went to school there. And I, I share about myself here. Where in Uganda are you from? Chiboga. Do you know Chiboga? Yeah. I was born it's, from It's still Hoima Road. You take Hoima Road yeah. to go to Chiboga. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Chiboga Hospital. I uh, After that, I grew up in Chiboga also. Mm-hmm. And uh, half of my school, I went to Red Hamisha. It's in Kasubi. Okay. Kasanafu. Okay. My I, primary. I know I have my, I had my aunt who was from Lugala Masana. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> Red Hamisha is in Okay. So I was about to mention the Masanafu. So Red Hamisha is in Masanafu area. Mm-hmm. So that's where I went to my primary. Then after there, I went to Excel Millennium High School. Mm-hmm. It's in uh, Chengera. Okay. You know Chengera? 
Yeah. I know Changela, and I think I've seen, I used to see that school being advertising on top TV or something, on a TV somewhere back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Changela. So, I have cousins from there. I have people from all over the world. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> Every place I mention is I have someone there. Yeah. I have someone there. So, like, okay, that's nice. Uh-huh. So, from Chengera, I went to Uganda Matters University. Namugongo. Rubaga branch. Okay. I was all from that one. Okay. The branch is in Masaka. Okay. So, there's a branch in Rubaga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that is where I went for my university. I graduated from there with a degree in a business admin. Yeah. After there, my life started. It twisted and then started. Okay. I didn't like do things like I started for, but I, but but I'm happy. I'm proud of myself. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you about that. I'm gonna get to that. But like during this process of like primary high school, um, what was life like growing up? Like from your siblings, because I know a lot of people share their stories and they have had difficulties of going to school because well, we had six kids at home one of the person i hosted on here they had 65 siblings um so how was your background like with education and your siblings and family well um we are four we were four actually we were born four two girls and two boys i happen to be the last born okay of the four so um my brother, however, unfortunately died in South Africa. Oh, sorry, so right now three. But while I was growing, it was it was okay. Though I spent most of my time in boarding section. Mm-hmm. So it, it, like um during school, I was there in boarding section in Bukomero. Yeah. That's where I went for O level. <laughs> I, uh, uh-huh. I I think I, I know Bukomero. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I've heard of it, I, and I might have been there. I don't want to lie, because now I've been. A, it's been a while since I left Uganda, but I, yeah, I think I know. What's what's the direction of Bukomero? I think I might, I might remember. Where, like, where it, do you go? On, it is also on Hoima Road. You know, okay. after after what place? Busunju. Busun, yeah, Busunju. So I know. Nasana, Busunju. So all is, all that is for Imarod. So that okay. is where. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know all the way from from Nankulabie, Namungona, mm. Uh, mm. Kasubi, Nansana, mm. Wakiso. I know mm. all the, the road. I think, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know even Bukalango. I don't know if you know Bukalango. <laughs> I know Bukalango. Okay. I know it's very prominent. So, um, Olevo Bukomero SS, I was in boarding section from senior one to senior four. I was mm-hmm. in boarding section. I could spend a little time with my siblings okay. here in Kampala because my father is still in Chiboga, the side of Chiboga. But after school, Bukomero, I could go to Chiboga. Mm-hmm. So that is where I spent most of the time. So I could rarely come to Kampala to visit okay. my sister and my brother. But uh, in my vacation, senior four, that is when I got to spend quite a long time with her uh, in um, Bulange. You know Bulange? Bulange, Bulange Mango. Yes, Bulange Mango. Hey, waka, waka. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> I used to, I used to, not even time was it, I would say it like that. Like I used to, to, to go to places a lot. All right. I used to go to my name of the border because I know everywhere. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, that, I like to ask people about background like this. And it's fun to just refresh my mind about places, my childhood places and like, like my listeners in the United States, I think they'll find it fun or like me sitting down with you and rumorizing about like these places that I, I grew up going to and also like incorporating your story in there. Um, you talked about the boarding school and actually I picked interesting because I went to boarding school when I was 12 in primary oh. either six or uh, something like that. How old were you when you went to boarding school? I was... Uh... In 2009, okay. I was in one. How old was I? I don't, I don't actually remember. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, unless I sit down with a pen and paper and remember that. But it's <laughs> funny. Most people in America find it funny. Oh, no, find it hard to mm. think about their kids going to boarding school or parents not being with their kids, which in the other way for us, it was a good thing for our parents like for parents to send us to boarding school was a good thing like you because boarding school pay a lot of money and also they yeah. think like boarding schools you're going to study a lot uh what was your experience like in boarding school did you like it at that time or you didn't like it oh i liked it i okay. liked it so much it was fun we mm -hmm. were very many we were not so in town like mm -hmm. um okay, like these schools in Kampala, cars, traffic, meeting. Yeah. We, we were it was so quiet all mm -hmm. the time. We yet we were so very many. We could learn from uh, each other. So it was really yeah. fun. I had a time in boarding section, very fun. That's what I think, and that's what I tell most people because boarding school, mm -hmm. um, there's a way it helps you to mature very quick. You know, like when you don't have to depend on your parents, there are some things you're going to have yeah. to figure out on your own. Like your parents mm -hmm. are going to leave you at the school and you're going to have to find your way of figuring it out, you know, mm -hmm. and it helps you to become a grown-up person at a younger age. Whereas if you're always depending on your parents, they're going to provide for you everything mm -hmm. and it won't help you like um, Okukula, like to... to to figure out things or life on on your on your own, so you mentioned your whole school and you went to university. You did a business administration, right? Yeah. And then you say then you didn't do, then you didn't. <laughs> what you're doing now is not what you went to school for. Why is that like? Like what what happened there? Well, from my younger age. I've always been so attracted to art, mm -hmm. to singing, to acting, to film. I usually attended uh, the, the drama classes mm -hmm. while still in school. I participated in a lot of drama activities in school, the debate, the music, dance and drama. So I, in church also, I could preach. So talking and public speaking became really so part of me. And when I finished senior six, I actually got an opportunity to join um, some acting group, which mm -hmm. was so fun. Actually, I was at home one time 
and uh, I was watching TV, Bukede TV. Have mm -hmm. you heard of Bukede? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there came in uh, some adverts uh, of um, uh, one man called Jude Bamundaga. Mm -hmm. So he was calling on uh, the senior six leavers, the vacists, and then so I went for auditions, and he liked my acting, my confidence. So I joined. I started acting okay. after senior six at Royal Theatre for Katoluwa. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know. Yes. So yeah. before I actually joined campus, I got this love, this passion of arts, of film. So we started acting, singing, and then I started uh, res making research on how to become a good actor, how to write scripts, how to direct, mm -hmm. all that. It sticked into my head and I, I got so passionate about it. So by the time I joined campus, I had already opened Started, yeah. yes a door for myself of art yeah so um i was at campus doing business admin initially i had wanted to do mass com because yeah. i wanted to i always wanted to work on radio to talk mm -hmm. those things but again yeah. my sister wanted to do business okay hey. was your sister the one paying for your tuition your school fees yeah. Okay. Yes. I know it's 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 something and the last person I is one somebody I hosted on my podcast that shared that that their sponsor chose the career like what they wanted them to study and that's something that people do because somebody sponsors for you. I don't yeah. know if they see the possibilities in you or if what or that's what they want. At some point, I don't agree with that. But then at some point, you don't really have a choice but because they're giving you the money. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I had to, uh, to go in with the ride. I had to do what my sister chose for me. So I did it. But again, after some time, after I finished the university, I wanted to go deep, mm -hmm. deep into acting. Actually, I didn't even like look for a job. Like after like graduating, okay, graduation year, graduated business, entrepreneurships, entrepreneurs, like, are you going to look for a job? I'm like, no, I want to go and then look for those auditions. I want to join in. Yeah. So that is how I left what I studied. Okay. Mm -hmm. And again, went into the world of art. So that okay. is how I've been really nurturing myself into. However, my family wasn't happy about it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I know. Yeah, they. they yes, I don't think uh, they would be happy. Mm -hmm. My sister wasn't so happy about the acting thing because initially we were not being maybe Uganda. Now you have to come, the transport money, you have to eat, then you have to wait for until you shoot a film or until you're you're going to have a movie premiere. That mm -hmm. is when you'll be getting reasonable money. Yeah. But until that, we weren't being paid so much. Because I remember one time I invited my sister. We were having a stage play at Royal Theatre. Mm -hmm. And we did well. The theatre was full. Yeah. So at the end, they, they gave me 2K. <laughs> 2K. And come here, baby. And come here, baby. So my sister was like, 
you left home in the morning. Someone you're gonna practicing. Someone you're gonna watch. You're gonna do what? Yeah. It's mid. So mm-hmm. all those things you've been falling, I've been seeing on stage falling, forging tears. You've been crying, shouting. Yeah. No, and just just hold on a second for the listeners of uh, those who are in the United States and who are not living in Uganda. Like mm-hmm. for the people in the United States, I think in Kumi, two thousand shillings in Uganda is not even equivalent to a dollar because a dollar is like three thousand five hundred. So it's not even a dollar in it's like it's like I don't even know like how many 50 cents like 60 something like that maybe I'll put it like that and that that's what she's talking about here so I I wanted to clarify for the listeners so they can relate to what you're talking about so uh, my sister was so angry she got so pissed like how let's go back let's go but they have to give you more maybe it's a mistake they can't give you 2k only 2000 like since morning like since morning 2000 no you're not going to do this i mean how are you going to feel me i what unfortunately on my side how, how was, much did you spend on transport though like to even go for practice because you might have spent more than what they gave you <laughs> I could walk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you have a lot of passion. Passion, like yeah. Where, from, where I was staying, it was uh, Royal Theater wasn't so far from where mm-hmm. we were staying. Yeah. So I could walk. Okay. I could walk. She could give me money for transport, like maybe 3K, 5K, but I could save it. Mm-hmm. So that coming back in the night, like it's easy for me yeah. or to for something to eat for lunch yeah something like that so me i was okay with took i was i was even okay even if i wasn't paid mm-hmm. i was okay as long as they gave me a role yeah and that's it- one thing i like about us and like people who grew up in rough life you know i mean sometimes it's not good for us because we settle for something that's not good like you know <laughs> like in your position you settled for that because you wanted it you loved it so you didn't even care it's because of the passion you had for it and you just said it and in in life we end up settling for things that are not good for us at the time but like because of we know what we want and sometimes it works out good that you settle for something and then you benefit out of it but then at some point sometimes you might not benefit out of it you might just like waste your time so you kind of have to plan and think and see am i going to be beneficial if somebody is teaching you something like i told you what my teaching you how to ask and you know like at this point in two years to come i'm going to be a great actor and then i'll make uh, more money or something like that that's that's a good thing to look at if you look at it in that way but if you're settling for something that's not going to benefit you in the future then that's a waste of time and that's why yeah. I usually like to to tell people. So, are you still acting now? Well, no. Uh, for now, I stopped acting uh, in two thousand nineteen because we we had some production going on, and again, COVID. That is when COVID came mm-hmm. in. So we kind of split. Okay, and yeah. that is when I got a chance of traveling. I was also going to study film. Okay. So I traveled from Uganda and I went to Togo 
that is when I was going to add on to my skills. It was an opportunity given to me. So mm -hmm. after Togo, I stopped acting, mm -hmm. but I was learning how to write a script, directing mm -hmm. it, and yeah, more, more of that. So are you so more when, of a director now or? A writer. I actually writer. write. Okay, yes. you're right. That's yes. nice. That's that's really good. Um, so I mean, even though you didn't do what you studied in 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 university, which I usually ask people about, because there's a lot of people who, um, I've interviewed on the podcast, uh, content creators in Uganda, that mm. actually now they're just making content on social media, and that's how they're making money. You can't tell me. I mean, except it, but you can't tell me there's a course at Makere. This is a course for content creators. No, but life, especially for us who grew up in third world countries, like there's a way life takes you in a different direction. But when you go mm -hmm. there, you can also make kind of living from what, what you do, which is exactly what you're doing. And I, I would say that's a good role there. And that's a good career because there's a lot of people like um, acting and who are into that. And I've been following your page too on what, what you do. And I'm going to switch to that to ask you about. Um, so first of all, on your Instagram, you say you are a life and personal development coach. What What is that? What I mean, it's self-explanatory, but I want to hear from your words. Like, how are you uh, the coach and how is it helping you or the people? Okay, that's a very wonderful question. Uh, one part I haven't talked about is I actually went on and I studied. <laughs> after Togo? Um, yes, after Togo. Okay. So I went on and studied. Because when I came back, things did not go right. Okay, mm -hmm. go as I had expected. Like things had changed. People were from COVID. So the jobs were not there. I mean, people that you could um, reach out and say, hey, I have this script. Can you look through it? Can mm -hmm. we meet and do this? I have this theme song. Do you think it can work in your project? So people were not pressed. I'm like, okay, so now what am I going to do? So um, I've always wanted to speak. Like yeah. how I started interview like speaking out like reaching out to myself and to other people so i joined bahati hilda mm -hmm. heard, of, heard of her yeah i think I've, I've heard of her but i'm not very certain well she's a counselor she's a writer she's an author and a mentor so okay. i joined mentorship program and that is when i studied to become a life development coach okay okay Yes. And I came back, remember, I didn't have a job and I mm -hmm. had to survive. Mm -hmm. You get. So, and at the same time, I was depressed. Like my mental health wasn't stable. Like I wasn't doing okay. Yeah. Because my family expected like someone you're from abroad, you've studied. Okay. So are you, what are you going to do? And then I was very stuck. Like mm -hmm. I didn't have any idea of how I would survive. So the money that I had, I said, okay, let me invest in myself. Let me see a way that I'm going to rebrand myself because I no longer act mm -hmm. and I might not be able to support myself going to auditions, going on set and then being there. So the money I had, I started, I started my own business and I also invested in education, the mentorship. 
So mm-hmm. that is when I started and I got certified. So yes, that's how it came about. You invested in yourself and you touched on a few things that I really want to um, ask you about because I know you emphasize that. First of all, you have an online show or you call it a show or and your online host of life chat series, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's about, you've touched about mental health. I've had a few episodes on here and I've shared a few episodes about my own personal mental health. Um, I've hosted people, Dr. Jackie, a bunch of people here to talk about mental health. And I always, when I hear somebody from Uganda talk about mental health, I want to hear their perspective from that because when we grew up, it wasn't a talk. It wasn't something we thought about. It wasn't something we even know like exists, but it's now that, we all realize like, oh, I need to correct my mental. So what is that for you, like mental health? And how did you come up with it to even now start talking about it? Well, uh, the first time I noticed that I wasn't doing okay was when I first texted Hilda and I told her, I feel like I want to end my own life because I had no way like, I was, I was stuck and I didn't know what to do. And I, I, I didn't have anyone to talk to. Like I, I couldn't call my mom. She was, she, she would be depressed. Like I didn't even know how to explain to her what I was feeling and what I was going through. Like tell her mama, but I had no idea what I was going through until I talked to Hilda and I told her, you know what? I feel sad. Like I feel I feel very sad. Like I need to start working. I have no idea what to do. People at home are expecting something out of me, but I don't know what to offer. Like I actually don't even have what to offer. What can I do? Can I talk to you? Can you talk to me? So actually, actually I called her to get to for counseling. You understand? Like I called her for counseling. Mm-hmm. But again, she told me, I understand what you're going through. And that is so sad. So I told her everything that I was feeling and I felt a little bit relieved. So she told me, I have a mentorship program going on. You can join in and then you study. So that is when I, when she talked about mental health and personal development, that's when I knew that I was going through depression. I was always sad. I was worried about myself. I, I, didn't, I didn't even know what to eat. Mm-hmm. But again, I had to eat the house that I had gotten. I had to pay rent. I had no idea until when she talked to me and I joined her mentorship. I understood. I did more research. Actually, even after graduation, like I did more research. What does it mean to be depressed? How does it come about? And how can I overcome it? Mm-hmm. You understand? So that yeah. is when I got to understand the entire thing. That is when I got to understand how can I heal, how I understood what I was going through, the yeah. struggle that I had with money, the struggles that I that I had with my self-esteem that was so low. So that is how it came about, mental health. Until okay. I healed myself, I found out ways on how I can recover from what I was going through. It was really extremely overwhelming. And then I got healed and... I was like, yeah, 
yeah, it's it's something that it, it's a big deal. Like mental health is a big deal, and I've I never thought about it till I said talking to people who have actually been through it, and actually till I went through it, like I didn't. I was like, nah. More like you know, you know, like we've gone through a lot. So if you ah, ah, those, if you're like you know, but the older you get, or the more you continue just to overlook it, it actually affects you. And yeah. at one point, it will become a lot like you mentioned. Like at one point, you wanted to even consider taking your personal life, which has affected a lot of people. And unfortunately, they get to that point where they consider even taking their their personal lives. So let's talk about this online host live chat series. Like, how did that come about? And when did you? You know, you already said you wanted you like to talk, and that's how I say my podcast. I love to talk. I love to talk to new people. Like here, like I always give people an example. Like I host people here. I've never met you've never met me. I've never met you. I didn't write down anything, but we've had a conversation now. It's over 30 minutes. Like, that's one sign. Like, I love to talk. I don't even know where the words come from, but just having a conversation. It's like a therapy for me. And it's also, I feel like there are people out there that want to hear our stories and want to hear about things that happen. So let's talk about the live chat series. Like, how did that come about and what made you study? Well, um... Bahati always tells us to work on our brands, to have something going on. So I felt after my graduation, I have to have something that is going on. But I don't want to just do something that is going to stop there. Like, okay, you graduated, you're a life development coach. So what next? I wanted to, to connect with people. I wanted to reach out to people. I wanted to do something that will not only be of importance to me, but also to other people. So I sat down and I'm like, at first I was actually scared. Like, how am I going to do it? So I came up with two names. Mm -hmm. I'm like, could I have a space chat where I call in people and then we'll talk about life? Mm -hmm. What should I call it? Or a live chat series. So that when I mentioned live chat series. I didn't know where the word came from. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, live chat came up in my mind. And I'm like, is it there? Has someone done live chat series? I'm like, yes. I mean, there is a program on NBS going on. It's, it, it, it's in that line. But again, I asked myself, how can I make it different and special in my own way? Mm-hmm. I'm like, a live chat series. Yeah. Yeah. The name sounded, I asked her, my mentor and she was like, yeah, live chat series makes a lot of sense because when you say space chat, mm-hmm. it's like science. Yeah. You know, science, <laughs> <the> <laughs> I'm like, so people may understand like it's science. So when I say space science, but I, no, so I left space and then I went on with live chat. I needed to connect with people. Mm-hmm. I needed to to see if there are people that are going through the things that I I went through or that I'm going through. I was scared, like I've said, but again, I asked myself, if I'm scared, what results am I going to get? Yeah. To help me 
And I didn't want to be there dull. I didn't want to be dull. Like I've spent eh, centers and school fees. For myself, like to study, like yeah. for like for myself, paid for myself. That's a lot of money. So I'm not going to just leave that money to go to waste just because right. I'm. So I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm... Get yourself together. Get yourself together. I know there are people. If there, if I'm the only one who has ever gone through depression, Karenja Bagamba. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell them that you know what, guys, I went through depression, and it was like this and this. It's this and this. So if you ever you know, go through it. This is how we should work on it. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I got myself together. I don't have a co-host. Okay. So I was alone. Yeah, I don't have a I'm co-host either. So I just, I just by myself. One thing, and I'll mention <laughs> that, and I don't know if you have the same, idea, like knowledge, not knowledge, but like this, my belief, I would say, I would love to have a co-host and I've mentioned this in the future, like I'll have a co-host but I believe in my personal hard work and my personal motivation, which I doubt there's somebody out there that has the same work ethic I do. Like I'm going to take sacrifice to make my podcast work. I'm going to do whatever it takes. But like bring in a second person who doesn't share the same beliefs you do, the same work ethics, it will let, let me down. That's what I think. But I would like, like, why can if I can invite somebody to come on the podcast for a day? Or I thought of like sharing my podcast with somebody else, but also it's weird because I'm in America, I'm in my own house, and like nobody's gonna be coming over here in my room to record a podcast with me. So it sounds better to just do it by myself. And I feel like just adding, unless like I find somebody like a friend, like I know hey, we're going to do these podcasts every day but also, it's also called the Ugandan Boy Talk Show, it's on the Ugandan Boys Talk Show or something like that so it makes sense to just have one Ugandan Boy Talk Show who brings up a lot of other people, but yeah um, why, why, is, why is it that you don't have a co-host? Is it you've not found one or you don't want? I have people who would like to but uh, I don't know if they will be having the same drive as I do. Exactly. Like the same energy. Like when you think about your thing, the same energy, the same vibe. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would do. Maybe like someone can come because of excitement. Yeah, I think this is good. Can exactly. This? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can share ideas. Like we can share, like you can bring, would you like to have something to say, to talk about? I can invite you in. But again, being my co-host, I feel there is some kind of way, the energy, the vibe, the calling also. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If I am called for this, maybe someone else is not called for, the, for mm-hmm. it. Because I always pray that God, if I'm doing this thing, please give me the energy, give me the vibe, give me the life, the excitement, and the power to do this. I always manifest over the live chat series. But I don't mm-hmm. know if the dreams and goals that I have would align with another person. Yeah. You get. So I'm like, right now, let me just align myself with the live chat series. If maybe in the future, when people have gotten to know about it, maybe Mm -hmm. I would consider it. But for Mm -hmm. now, I'd rather have something so I can, I can invite you. You can be my guest, Mm -hmm. but uh, being a co-host, maybe when someone is, uh, has the same alignment, the same calling as I do. 
And I think it would work better if the idea came from two people. Like if you and your friend were sitting somewhere, it's like, hey, Ellen, we should start this. And then you kind of build it together. So in that building, you kind of brainstorm things together. But here, mm -hmm. I've already started my thing. I've built yeah. everything, like on your, like everything in your own way. Bring yeah. in another person, you're going to have to go back and just trying to make them fit the way you've been doing it or something. So like, like I said, like I'm, I'm okay just running solo for now or unless maybe, like you said, just bring somebody, talk about something and it doesn't matter if they're in studio or not. Um, but the other thing is, so you have, when you do your live chat series, you have over like four people um, on a panel or three and I've seen some of your posters that you share on Instagram. How do you handle that? How do you incorporate four gifts in one? How do you do that? Well, like I said, I pray a lot. Like I pray for this thing because it's not easy like to just go into someone's DM. Actually, let me even share this with you. <laughs> Before you actually contacted me, I mm -hmm. had saved the number. Okay. You once hosted Leia Nabukeda. Yeah, Nabukeda. Mm -hmm. So Nabukeda, we went to Uganda Matai's University together. Okay. So when I bumped into Le Leia, uh, being uh, she's a model, she's amazing. Mm -hmm. Actually, went to your Instagram account and I I saved your number actually. Yeah. And I'm like, by that time I had saved, I had started, I had I had started the live chat series, and I'm like. I want to to know how things run, you know, this mm -hmm. content creation. Yeah, yeah. My show is on, on TV. So I want people who already have some knowledge about how the online content, you know, creating mm -hmm. really works. Like the microphones, I don't have those ones. Right. Then like whereas I'm using my phone. So I want mm -hmm. someone who who has some idea. Like I'm like, maybe one, but I'm like, when I said the number, is it two five six? No, I think it's a US number that I have on there. <laughs> I saw that it's not 256. I'm like, now this English. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, well, Zoom, I'm like yeah. Like, I usually go to someone's page. If the number is there, like, I give a direct call before mm -hmm. I actually run into the game. Mm -hmm. So I call them first and I talk about myself. My name is Alan. I do this. I do this. I wish I could have you on my yeah. chat. Uh, what, what do you think? Is this number on WhatsApp? So when you give me a go ahead, mm -hmm. that's when I dive into the DM. So when I saw your number, is not 257. I'm like, eh, eh. <laughs> but not too much. <laughs> what platform do you use when you're doing your uh, live chat series, like online discussions? What do you use? Well, initially I was using Google Meet. Okay. Because, like I said, I was scared. And I'm like, okay, Google Meet is okay. I mean, I'll go with whoever joins in. Mm -hmm. But again, luckily, when I started with the Google Meet, people started asking me, do you record your sessions? Do mm -hmm. you have... That's what I was going to ask you to. ...recorded stuff? Can we, you know, get to hear, get to watch? I was like, no. So from the first episode to the fourth episode, like I wasn't recording. Okay. So I thought of, of Zoom, like how we are doing now. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm like, Zoom will cut off. Like after 30 minutes, Zoom will be off. And then that will be a, a bit disturbing. And then calling in other people, calling them again, like join, join, join. So 
explaining to them also would be a, a bit hard. But until I found out like Twitter, mm-hmm. with Twitter space, we can record the conversation. Yeah. So Google to Twitter space. Actually, last week I used Twitter space. Mm-hmm. So I got to record the entire conversation. Okay. And I'm so happy people are really uh, replaying the conversation. They are listening in. Positive feedback is coming in. So I started with Google Meet, but now I'm using Twitter Space. So I just create my link mm-hmm. and I share with the guests and uh, the other people that would like to join in on Facebook. To I share listen? Them. Yeah, no, to attend okay. the live stream, okay. the live stream session. But even those who don't make it to the live stream session, they they actually go and check it out. Like okay. right now, the the live streaming, the replays are really increasing because people are visiting the page, and I'm really liking that. That's good. Do and you only do do you only do audio for that? Yes, it's audio. Okay. Um, yeah. So do, how do you go about picking your topics or what to talk about? Like, what? how do you go about that? Well, before starting, I asked myself a lot of questions. Actually, I have them lined up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can see that green. Yeah, I see, yeah I see the green and I see the pink on the side here, the sticky yeah, so notes. I, I prepared myself for this. Okay, <laughs> that's good. It's always good to prepare. I prepared myself for this. So I prepare and it gives me also a chance to to look out for that guest. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, today I'm going to talk about mental health. Which people should I go for? I'm, to, I'm going to talk about talents. Can I mm-hmm. be a, a musician, an artist here in Uganda? They are not so easy. So like you yeah. go to someone, um, the actors. So One artist in Uganda asked me to send her airtime so she can do that. Yeah. No, she told me to send her data. So so she can be on Zoom. I'm not gonna say her name. And she's one of those famous artists. I was like, you what? see, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I don't care about fame. I don't care about who you are. If you can't afford little data to be on the on, on the Zoom, I don't think this is the right place for you. And I just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I can imagine how disappointing that was. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, luckily, uh, they come. I had remember, like, I had friends already in the in the film industry. Yeah. So it gives me when I talk about mental health, I usually reach out to them. They are open. Mm-hmm. Some were not these close friends, but at least they used to see me on yeah. different productions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her friend is familiar. We know her. I think I saw her from here. I saw her. I think I know her. So when I go to them from the different auditions we could go. So they are familiar with my face. So okay. when I explain myself, they get to know. Yes. Yeah, I think I've seen on one of your posters that you made the other day uh, for the guests that you're going to bring. Um, actually, I reached out to one of... Uh, there was one uh, actress, I think. No, actually, not one actress. There's a guy, the musician, and then there oh. was uh, another actress, Lady... Harmony, harmony, harmony. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was asking them like, I usually just reach out to people from Instagram, like just like I did to you, and I've been in contact with some of the people, like some of the people who follow you too. The Valas podcast has been on my podcast. Mister Musinguzi has been on my podcast. Um, wow. 
a lot of yeah I, this is gonna be like your episode is gonna be like a hundred and some something so it's it's good it's been it's been a journey so yeah you won an award yep i won the podcast influencer of the year for pulse uganda so that was that was good um so we're gonna summarize and i'm so excited that i've had to have you uh, on my podcast to just listen to your story talk to you encourage you and you encouraging me and you stay motivated one thing i tell people that this thing of once you decide once you make a choice it's going to be you to push yourself and consistency is everything um actually after we hung up i'm going to do a recording a friend of mine who is doing content creation sent me a few questions that i i responded to him on whatsapp he was asking me about consistency why i wanted to start uh how do i deal with challenges and stuff like that and i'm going to make a recording to share on my on my instagram later on but consistency like with content creation like you're going to you're going to put a podcast out and you get two likes and if you're focusing on likes it's going to kill you and your ideas that you have and i gave i i stole this somewhere because i was watching tiktok and somebody was saying like no it wasn't tiktok i usually don't do a lot of tiktok i do reels i'm more instagram than tiktok um but somebody said when you post a picture on your page you're going to get two likes but when you post the same picture on your story you're going to have 300 people view it So what does that show you like people are watching they might not just yeah. click the like button but they're watching yeah. what you do like they see what you do they see these things and some of them might just ignore but there's a lot of people who have come back to my podcast because every single weekend they see a notification oh the Uganda boy talk shows release a new uh, episode a new episode and like they thought like gonna but i just kept going on and when people see that that brings a lot of people back and they see your hard work your determination and seeing the growth yeah. like improving improving like i trust me mm-hmm. when you go back and listen to my first episode it's mm-hmm. like i was talking because i mean i didn't have a microphone at the time i didn't have all this stuff but with time people see the growth people see the improvement people see that you're putting in time to actually make your work look good so mm-hmm. and they think like that and but when you look at the likes and you're like ah people don't even listen and that will kill your dream because in the yeah. future mm-hmm. you you might not know where it, it's going to take you but so yeah that's that's the one thing i would say um on your profile i don't want to miss this i've had this on my head back ever since we were still talking i wanted to ask you about it and i don't want to miss it before I, and i let you go it's the scripture you have on there proverbs 16:3 i don't want to yeah. put you on the spot do you know the the scripture and what does it mean to you <laughs> now we can skip it out cut it out <laughs> <laughs> no i do i do know uh, proverbs 16:3 uh it says even when it does not happen now it will mm-hmm. happen and in whatever thing that you do commit it to god commit everything that you're doing to god that's good so that's sometimes good. i get sometimes mm-hmm. i gets real scared 
will people come? That's the only question I usually have. Like, will they come? Mm-hmm. But like you've said, people don't press the like button. Mm-hmm. But again, the views are many. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, when I started this, people were people, people come. Mm-hmm. Okay. And when I went on Twitter, the people that joined in were 42 okay. live. At first, 33 then entries. But right now, as I speak, the replays mm-hmm. are very many. Yeah. You get. Mm-hmm. Like we are in 60s. Yeah. So when I Lord, I, I prefer it, like I committed to God. Mm-hmm. I say, God. Take charge, take charge, mm-hmm. take charge. I know people are watching. Yes. Yeah. Like people, yeah, everything yeah. that I do, I just surrender. Because there are people who are doing better, like content creators. Mm-hmm. But I don't even call myself a content creator. I'm not creating any content. Right. <laughs> Mine is a freestyle thing. And, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a content creation in some way because you're putting out content. Like in, it's not it's not the you're getting somebody else's thing and putting it on your thing. You're making your yeah. thing on your, so you're creating your own content. Like, you know, that's what it means. It's like, if, if you were just getting, then you're not creating content, but if it's something mm. coming out of you and you don't, mm. you're making yeah. your own content. Um, But what I was going to say is like, it's the same way to me. And, I don't want people to get this picture. P- people do get that picture of like, oh no, Yamala, you're like, here's a big, my podcast is not big, not even close. Like, and uh, I'll post a picture. What sometime you get 40 mm. people, people like it. The other day, you're going to get two people like it. You know, like it's, it's not, but that's not what drives me. You know, like that's not what I look at. Like, I don't care. Even if, and I say this, I'm going to say this too. I don't care even if I get zero likes on a picture. I'm not going to stop mm. doing a podcast. And I'm, I yeah. assure you, I'm not going to get zero because I'm going to be the first person to like my content because I like what I do. And there's no picture of me or there's no picture of my or content on my page that's going to have zero because I know Bonnie with his my, my personal account, I'm going to go like my podcast. Mm. I mm. watch my podcast on YouTube every single day from start to finish. Once I publish mm. it, I'll sit in my car driving to work. I listen to my podcast. So I show myself the love first. And if I'm happy yeah. with it, I mm. mean, I won't say like I don't care what other people think. But if I'm happy with the work I'm doing, I'm content. Like that's that's what I feel like. I don't like I uh, I, I don't want to start preaching here like about self-validation, mm. but like. I'm not gonna wait for somebody else. I like people to tell me, "Hey, yeah, that's that's a good work." Like it's it's what's I mean, like what's of affirmation, like telling you, "Oh, that was good. You did great. We appreciate that." But even if that does not there, you look at it. Mm. Do you believe mm. in your work? And like you were saying, the episodes I recorded mm. long time ago. By the time mm. I aired them, I might have got like 15 likes. But every day I yeah. go back to my podcast on the old ones. I mean, like 200 people are. And the good thing is that it's there. It's going to be there on the internet. Somebody will watch yes. it no matter when yes. or when. It's going to be there. So people will go back. And it's good that you started recording those. It's always good to have that. Uh, no matter what time, 
mm-hmm. then your kids the kids of your kids will be like oh this is my mom's stuff that she did and this is what like you know like this information will always be there so anyway i don't want to uh, we, we we ended up going into another different talk which i still like i like talking about that yes, but i have a few questions i like to ask people towards the end of the podcast um what's a life lesson you've learned in life never to give up on myself never to give up on myself mm-hmm. That's that is number one lesson that i want to to move with never to give up on myself and another lesson is to honor god actually honoring god is number one mm-hmm. honoring god and never to give up on myself those really are number mm-hmm. two lessons that i move my life with yeah. honor god don't give up on yourself yeah and actually i'm glad you mentioned honor god because we went into another topic and i forgot what i was going to say why i asked you proverbs 16:3 on my personal instagram i don't know if you are fr- if we are friends on my personal instagram but my favorite scripture is proverbs 16:9 so it's in the same chapter just the verse down below 3 is like says we make decisions but the lord determines our steps yeah i think i'm paraphrasing it um yeah it's, it's there's some things we want like things we have in in our minds but god guides us through um in the steps of that uh that's why i asked you what that means to you um the other question i want to ask yeah. you is what gets you excited about life mm, about life what gets me excited about life <laughs> i could be to try again like to try again yeah to try again. Uh-huh. maybe when i have a business um i do juice yeah I actually i just seen that like a second ago i just alan just oh my god i was like i didn't ask her about it uh-huh so alan juice you know with juice uh some days are good but when it rains like so much rain like mm-hmm. the cells are not so good yeah. but whenever it rains and i don't get good cells i just motivate myself I wake up in the morning and say even when you trained yesterday I'm going to try again today. So mm-hmm. I be excited and what I do is fun. I make sure I, I engage myself in the things that I want. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. That I want so the fact that I want to try again it gets me so excited. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um I like it when something doesn't go right you try again again and again and again and again. and that's the only way you can choose. as long as you don't quit just keep trying um so yeah i again i want to thank you very much for being on the podcast now i have a signature question that i ask everybody i host on my podcast and the signature question is simple everybody gets it right nobody gets it wrong i've never i've never had anybody get it wrong who do you who would you like to see on my podcast next and you're going to help me find that person to be the next guest on my podcast. Oh, the person I want you to bring is um there is this lady I like so much. Uh, she refused to me. She she became so busy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you are going to be successful, Actually, but I like Prima. Prima, you know Prima, Prima Kadash. I think I've seen her. I don't know. I don't really I think I've seen her. 
X, something like that. I like her. She's amazing. Yeah. I was good. So, yeah. the, the, the thing is, when I when you recommend somebody, you help me get the person. So you'll be like, hey, <laughs> I want you to be a guest on this podcast, and this person is going to reach out to you. But, I mean, we can always try. Um, We can always yeah. try. Um, And, like, when I edit your episode, I can get the clip of you talking about how you want her and, like, you want her to be on the podcast and what she means to you. And if somebody can listen to that and say there's somebody looking up to me that wants to hear my words, then they'll be on the podcast. If she says no, it's not the end of the world. So Yeah, exactly. It's not the end of the world. But I like her, Prima Kadash. Prima I wish Kadesh. she can come. And she's amazing. A good entrepreneur woman. She's a mother. She's amazing. She's really good. All so, right. We'll, you know. we'll try to get her on the podcast and we'll work on that. So anyway, is there any other final word you want to say to the listeners? Yeah, thank you so much for the Ugandan Boy 256 talk show. The podcast is really amazing. I liked it even before you got in touch with me. Thank you so much for reaching out to people at home. I know you're in USA, but again, you're networking with people here at home, so it means a lot. Yeah. Thank you so much doing what you're doing. It's really amazing. And also, Lugambo, uh, greetings to your family also. Oh, Lugambo. <laughs> your wife. She's expecting and I'm really praying for you guys. No, no, you're right. Yeah, that yeah. Yeah, I like how what you're doing, so I'm praying for her. Yeah. Right. amazing going on and pray and yeah believe in yourself believe in your talent all right thank you very much and be blessed be blessed too <laughs> hey there uh, this is bonnie kibuka the host of the ugandan boy talk show thanks for watching and listening to my podcast if you enjoyed this episode make sure you share it with a friend and recommend somebody to this podcast Don't forget to leave a feedback on this podcast because that's how we grow. And also don't forget to share, like, subscribe, and comment. Join us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So we'd love to hear from you. Thank you very much and be blessed.